Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories podcast. My name is Dr. Brandon Beck, and I am so excited for you to be here to join us today. This podcast was originally a live show that was aired across several different social media platforms. The goal of this show is to amplify the stories of amazing people, which serve as inspiration for your journey. Your story matters. It tells us who you are and who you want to be. Enjoy this opportunity to hear from these innovative thought leaders as they discuss what it means to unlock unlimited potential. If you are looking for an opportunity to connect further with me after this show, please visit brandonbeckedu.com to learn more about my speaking, coaching, consulting, and other offerings that are designed to help you and your organization find greater results in your journey. Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories show. Man, I am so excited to be here with you all as usual today because we are going to talk about punk rock classrooms, punk rock leadership with the one of the hosts for the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast and also an educator, an elementary principal in Mesa, Arizona. You all know him as one of the punks but i know him as josh buckley what's up josh not much man how you doing brandon thanks so much for having me on i appreciate it i love having other podcasters on the (laughs) sound is always so so much better you know we we know we know what we're doing we we sit in the right spot with the microphone we've we've got it all set we've got it all thanks so much for having me on man i appreciate it yeah no absolutely we uh we connected back in in ohio in the fall at the, the teach better conference and I had a chance to actually see you speak alongside yeah. Mike Earnshaw. Shout out to Mike as well. Shout out, Mike. Shout out, Mike. <laughs> I know you guys are usually together on the uh, the microphone, so I'm gonna do my best, Mike Earnshaw. I appreciate uh, that. I appreciate Although, it. You gotta you gotta talk like you're from Chicago, so you gotta yeah. do that every once in a while. I'm gonna be good. <laughs> this is true. This is absolutely true. But shout out to you guys. So God, let, so many places to start, but you know, I we gotta yeah. start where. You know, your kind of journey into education yeah. led you to this this punk rock experience. So I'm sure there's some punk rock kind yeah. of uh, in- woven throughout, right? <laughs> so for me, I mean, the biggest thing when it, when it comes to education wise, like I was a kid who, and I think I am still the adult and in my role in education, I've always been the person who's been like, well, I can do that better. Right. like that, And so for me, as a as an early as a as a kid in school, I, everybody there are teachers who have one of two stories. You have the story where it was the teacher who was amazing and they inspired you to like be a teacher and you wanted to be like them. Or you had a teacher and you're like, I could do this so much better. <laughs> I feel like I had some teachers in my in my youth. I, I grew up in a really small town, so um, limited, you know, people to pull into that role as educators and, and God bless them for what they did. And, and I want to apologize for sometimes probably being a turd in, in high school, but I had teachers where I was like, I really love social studies. I really loved history and political science. Like my government class was my favorite class ever. And I really liked my teacher, 
and it was probably personality and and sort of who he was but man was it the most boring thing on earth right and so like he was a great guy super dry but just like he wrote all the notes on the board we would copy them down when we came into class and then he would talk about it right and I liked him as a person, but that class, man, it was so boring. And and for me, it was something when I, when I went to college, uh, I was going to go to art school and that didn't happen. So I said, you know what? I, I love social studies. Um, I really loved, you know, learning about that stuff. I'm going to go be a teacher because I think I can do it better than the teachers I had. Right. And, and, and then you get into that role as an educator and you go, oh, I think I could do this job. Right. So I went from being an educator, a classroom teacher, um, to being a classroom teacher and president of my local teachers association. So there's that fight the man side of my of my career. I spent about 10 years either serving as and at a, a member of my meet and confer team or bargaining for states that have that. Um, I served as vice president of my union. I served as president of my local union. I was a an executive member of the state union in Arizona. So like that was a big part of my life. And then when I termed out, um, I wanted to tackle the next big thing. And in, in my role as a, as a union president, I sat in a lot of meetings for discipline for teachers, for evaluations and all this stuff, or I'd get called in to help mediate things between two staff members and stuff like that, or, or work on problems at the district level. And for me, I was like, okay, I think I can do that admin job better right? You get that thing. I'm like, I think I could do that better. Right. And so you jump into that role and, and, and that's where I find myself now is, is, uh, you know, elementary assistant principal. Um, this is my first year in that role. I spent a year before as a title one specialist in our district. It's like a, an instructional coach slash grant person who, you know, make sure we spend the money for title one in the right way and testing coordinator and all that stuff. Um, and then before that 15 years in the classroom as a, as a secondary teacher, you know, so I taught social studies, government, economics, all that stuff. So that's where I am now, right? And in, in my place now and along the way, I was in, you know, in high school and in college, I was in loud bands that that played loud guitar. And I, I played guitar ever since. I brought my guitar into my classroom. I, now that I'm a, an assistant principal, I just had my guitar on campus on last Friday, just playing songs to kids as they came into the cafeteria, just being a goof. So, you know, uh. It's, Dude, it's always I totally do that <laughs> as well. I love it. I it's actually great. just got a, for the first time, I finally got my act together and got mm -hmm. my first acoustic electric that I can plug in. So oh, I have nice. a giant Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. I can plug the speak. I can plug into it. And on top of it, I can plug in a microphone. So now that <laughs> is off it. in the hat hallway. I, I love can it. Make some serious tips on that's, that's funny. That's funny. I, I, uh, I, I will play at assemblies. Like my first year I did summer school as an elementary title one specialist. Like we did school of rock was our theme. And so <laughs> we like every classroom had to do different every classroom. Like we say, here's our theme for the year. You know, you're going to do some lessons around, you know, this, see if you can bring in. And one teacher did school of rock and they did geology. It was great. Like all of these, all these different things, but we had every kid, uh, kindergarten through fifth grade had a recorder. And they all, and we all learned how to play hot cross buns. That was the fit. Like that was like the, the extracurricular part of summer school. We're all going to learn how to play hot cross buns. And so I brought my electric guitar and my amp on our last day of summer school. And, you know, 
all of these kids in summer school in the gym, like in our multi-purpose room, me and my electric guitar and my amp, and we all play hot cross buns together as a one giant mess of noise. It was fantastic. It was great. <laughs> oh my God. It's amazing. I love the connections that I have on this, <laughs> this podcast. I really do. The, the movie school of rock. Is- yeah probably 90% of the reason I became a teacher. It's so fantastic. It's such a it's such a great movie. My son was obsessed with it when he was like younger and we, I've seen that movie uncountable so times good. because so he good. would get he would get obsessed with the movie and we would watch it over and over and over again and that was one of the movies. He'd be like School of Rock and then yes. we'd watch School of Rock. I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> it's and you talk about that and you talk about that as as, you know, maybe one of the the strategies of of punk rock but just yeah. a good natural strategy you know just bringing in music to the classroom to break it up and yeah you know talk about a little bit how this this journey into this place of education yeah talk a little bit about how the the birth of the the podcast because i'm always interested in create in explaining so it's hard to tell people the story about why we have podcasts so i'm always yeah. interested behind it yeah. So like for me, um, I've always, so like I said, I, I was, I served as a union president before that. And we did this, um, a conversation one time where we had to talk about what are the, th- the three things that represent us as a leader in that role or in that thing. And for me, my three things were pizza, politics, and punk rock. Those are my, those are like my, my guiding principles. We had to explain why. And for me, pizza represented that community thing. You bring everybody together, you eat pizza. What's more, what's better than being around the box with your friends, everybody grabbing a slice. You remember every moment you have a pizza with, with good people. Pizza is that was that community aspect for me. Politics for me as a government teacher was, is how we get things done. And, and, and it's not like the, I would always talk to my students about the dirty word politics, but like in actuality, politics is how we do things without murdering each other. Right. And in, in civil society, right. We may not like it, but like, that's the way, we negotiate. That's the system for us to determine what we're going to do. Um, and so that part was it. And then punk rock, because, you know, I've always had this bent of, I can do that better. I can do it myself. We can figure out how to do it. It's ours. Let's, let's own it and let's build it. Right. I was in bands in, in high school and college and, in um, you know, we put out our own tapes, we recorded in our garage, we put shows on at like halls and, you know, rented PA systems and made flyers and did all that stuff. And for me, that ties into education so well, because that's what I was doing in the classroom. But I didn't call it that. Like I, I, I was focused on sort of my, you know, my fight the man union work, and then I was sort of having a renaissance about like, okay, let's let's lean back in to education. I, I was, you know, really heavily involved in that sort of union aspect of it. I was still teaching. I loved my job as a teacher, but I felt like I was stale as a teacher. And so I leaned into Twitter chats. You and I had this conversation about how like we, you just kind of fall into it. You were looking for something, you know, to kind of build your steam back up as an educator. Things get stale. And I ended up being on a teach better chat and Mike Earnshaw was in the chat as well. My podcast host. And he posted a blog about uh, being an educator and he quoted um, a New York hardcore band called sick of it all. And I like in the Twitter chat, I read it and I like was just scanned it. And I saw that he had this thing about sick of it all in there. I was like, dude, did you just quote sick of it all in an education blog? And he's like, I did. And so like, we just connected right there. And like, it's rare 
not rare might not be like when you find someone and you know it, if you're in a building, if you're in a high school, you're a high school teacher, there's like 180 teachers on a campus when I was a high school teacher, right? Um, I'm now with, you know, 30 some educators. And even with 30 educators in an elementary school, you don't always find that person you click with, right? And when you find that person where you're like, dude, punk rock and education, what? And so like we found that thing together and we said, we should talk about it. Let's talk about it. And so we spent our whole first season of the podcast really talking about what does it mean to be a punk rock educator? What do we see as, you know, the punk rock classroom? And that that's where the name of the show's from, you know, is punk rock classrooms. And so we said, we want to do that. Let's let's do this punk rock classrooms thing. And so we spent the whole first season just kind of laying out what we saw a punk rock classroom, the idea of like taking, you know, your passion, being all out with it doing uh, this idea of unity of you're creating this this culture this this scene right if you will to use punk rock parlance um and then it's all about diy whether that's and it's really about ownership for kids right are you creating experiences where they own what they do because i i have it on my shelf right next to me i could grab it it's in this office right now a cassette tape that i recorded in my garage with my friends in 1996 um we recorded it on a crappy thing it has i drew the cover art for it we printed them out we sliced them up we spent a night folding them dubbing the tapes and and that's my that's one of my most prized possessions so i think about if you can create that for kids where they can own what they do in their classroom where it's theirs that's the thing they remember right that's why that tape means so much to me i made it it wasn't, I didn't go to a studio, right? I did it in a garage with two microphones and like, just who cares? Who cares? Let's see if it works attitude. And I love that thing. Is it great? No, but it'll always, it'll always hold a place in my heart, you know? Oh, absolutely. I have one of those same exact tapes in my <laughs> desk at work and I just can't find a cassette player to play. I have, I have, I have one, my... I have one behind me right now. That's uh, classic. Because you gotta a, have it. There's a renaissance of bands putting out cassette tapes now. So a lot of punk and like independent hardcore bands and stuff are putting out cassette tapes. So That's I was like, awesome. I'm going to get one so I can listen to it. I like I look, I'm not I'm 40. I'm about to be 41. You're not going to catch me at a lot of hall shows, right? I'm too old to go yeah. get in the pit. But if I find effort. if I find something I like, I want to support it. And yes. now you can do that so easily. So I'm like, yeah, I can spend five bucks on a tape and like help out absolutely. some some kids who are in a band somewhere. Why the hell not? You know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, I, 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 there's so much to be learned inside of all that. And, and, yeah. you know, the, the, the punk rock leadership side of it, you know, the, the ability to lead a group of individuals being in a rock band oh my yeah. god what a difficult experience talk <laughs> about creative differences and yeah and and you know when i think about like when i see what i see my role as as a leader is really like instead of instead of like being the lead singer in a band or the guitarist in a band and that that punk rock mentality for me like i grew up in a scene where we had this guy uh brian hampton 
who put on shows and he was like the show promoter and he like shows were cheap. He would rent out spaces. He'd give anybody the opportunity to do that. And I see myself and my role as a leader is to facilitate exactly what he facilitated for a bunch of folks who were in punk rock, right? Give people the space and the opportunity to be creative, give them the support they need to do what's best for kids, you, you know, and, and, see what they want to do, have conversations with them, talk about it. Ultimately, you know, as, as an administrator, you have to make decisions. Ultimately things fall on you, but it's, it's not my scene. It's our scene. It's our community. And so that input from your, from your staff, from your students, from your, you know, your parents and your community members only makes what you do better. Right. And so to me, that's what punk rock is. Punk rock is this idea of like, we create something, whether you're the kid putting flyers out in, in the record shop and stapling them to, to phone poles, like telephone poles, or, you know, you're the, the band on the stage, or you're the, you know, the person selling merch at the table, whatever it is, we all have a role to play. And for me, like I see my job as an assistant principal is to like help coordinate all that right? Give people, let people find what they're passionate about and help them do those things, you know, so that kids, so kids get the best education possible. And that's so 21st century. And so, you know, future uh, ready, right? When we think about it, because essentially we have people that are teaching students for a world in which we do not know what really completely exists. And it's cliche and we probably heard it a million times but it's the truth because when you think about how you're trying to keep up with you know last year's lesson is mm-hmm. is not it's not suitable for this year's students right and right. you have to find ways to continue to mold and create those i i, I love the piece i i sat in on on when when you and mike spoke yeah you got to talk about the diy aspect yeah that's one of my favorite parts <laughs> i mean for me, kind of what you've been talking about but yeah like, but to focus in on it to focus in on it is like as as a classroom teacher for me as a classroom teacher diy meant you know i wanted to let my kids own what we were doing right so um it would really be up to, okay, what student choice in this? How can you create this? What do you guys want to do to show your learning here? What's the best way for us to get this, to learn this material, right? Um, and 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 like I said, that, that tape that's on my shelf, it means so much to me because I did it, right? I was able to explore, explore that thing that I was passionate about. And can you do that in your classroom? Like I came from a secondary world. I taught, I taught, uh, economics and government for a long time. Um, and I'm just blown away now being at an elementary campus where my, you know, my colleagues, the teachers that I work with have the opportunity to really open it up for kids because they have them all day. Right. And they get to they get to let them explore all of these things and they can really you can really allow kids to find what they're excited about. Right. So on on my campus right now, we have a podcast club. Uh, And so they do a podcast about technology. Um, We have kids who have who decided they wanted to start a school newspaper. So I had two sixth grade students who wanted to start a school newspaper. And so we're like, okay, let's figure out how to do it. 
let's make it work. You guys want to do it? Let's do it. Um, you know, we have kids. I have a, a music teacher who has students who are writing their own music using Google programs, right? And and letting them explore those pieces. They found out that they're that a grade level of kids really didn't want to do choir because I have this extra period of music and they didn't really want to do choir. And so they asked the kids, okay, what do we want to do? And and they just decided to explore different ways of writing music, right? And for me, as, as an assistant principal, like as an administrator, I feel that my goal and, and my job when we talk about DIY is I don't mean do it yourself. Like it's, it's me, it's Josh Buckley. I'm the one who's running it. It's do it Josh Buckley's way. When I talk about DIY, it's that collective DIY, right? Like we own what we're doing on our campus. I want the, the teachers that I work with and the staff that I work with, you know, my, my instructional aides, my recess, you know, my recess monitors, all those folks, I want them to feel that they're a part of what we decide. So I always try to talk and listen and hear and find out what's going on and go talk to people. I, I, you know, I go out and sit at recess and ask my recess aides like, okay, what's working? What's not working? What can I do? What do you need? What can I do to help you out? What are the things that you need to make your job better out here to make recess better for students out here. What can I, what can we help with? Um, when we go into, when I go into classrooms or we're setting up what it means for our students, when we're talking about behavior, right? What can we do differently? How can we build it? I don't want to be the one who makes the system of how we handle student behavior because I'm not in the classroom. So how can I help my teachers own that process and how, and how can I facilitate the design of that with them so that we can all go like, yep, that's ours. This is what we do. This is, this is what makes us us. And, and I have the, you know, I'm lucky enough. I, I serve on two campuses in my role because in my district, elementary principals, elementary assistant principals have two campuses. So I have two, I have one campus that is just building a lot of new stuff. And I have one campus that has a ton of systems in place. My principal over there has been there for 11 years. Um, but even with those 11 years, we sit down with staff and go, is it working? What's not working? What can we do differently? Let's talk about it. And, and we give teachers the ability to build it, right? Um, I have a third grade team who saw the need of students this year and said, we want to try this intervention period. And we have this thinker space on campus. It's two classrooms blown wide open. The wall between them is gone. There's like mobile furniture. There's all this space in there. And they said, we want to do intervention time in here. We want to take every kid and do small groups in here. And they we have a teacher who who works in my thinker space. We have a reading specialist and she has an IA. They bring them all into that room. Um, all the kids, you have these extra adults in there. My instructional coach helps out or my title one specialist helps out and they all run small groups in one giant place. And they're like, we want to try it. Let's see if it works. Let's see if we can do it. And we're like, okay, let's run with it. Let's see what happens. Why not? Right. We have this space. If you think that this is the best way to meet needs of kids, let's try it. Let's find out if it works. And, and I think you, you have to be willing to let people do things and try things and, and, and just dive in, right? Like that's punk rock being punk rock is going, I don't know how to use a camera, but I'm going to take pictures at the show and I'm going to start my own. I'm going to document all of this, right? I don't know how to play a guitar, but I'm going to pick one up. I'm going to learn three songs or three chords and I'm going to, I'm going to write a song, right? What's more punk rock than that? You know? Absolutely. Wow. 
I am a punk rock teacher. I am proud to be a punk rock teacher from from your definition. So yeah, I, I, Mike I and it. I on the show we always talk about like you don't have to like have safety pins in your jacket and like had absolutely. A but I love punk rock music. <laughs> right. so but I'm also a punk rock. <laughs> right. But like fan. for us, like we talk about folks like being punk rock doesn't mean that like you got your Doc Martens on and you're you're like yeah. waffle waffle stomping your way to class in the morning. But it just it's just that attitude of like you know, building that scene in your classroom, right? Like building that community, letting kids know that you care about them and they're a part of what you're doing. They can, they can be a part of it. For me, that's what I found in punk rock was I found a place where I could belong. I found a place that, you know, I was a, kind of a nerdy kid in a very small town and didn't really play sports, but like I found my love of music and I found a scene and I found a place to be and I found a place to like have a role. Right. Like how many kids do you know that they're just looking for that thing where they can show who they are and they, they just want that. They're, they're just looking for that opportunity and that space to, to, to do, to be, you know? And I think if we can, if we can think of our classrooms and find those havens and those, those opportunities for kids to shine, that's the most important part, you know? Yeah. Nailed it. Love it. <laughs> So much, man. I've got an amazing image that I've been that I've been creating with all the the bullet points. So yeah, I've I mean, seen I see all your little your note doodles of, of what a, goes on. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to share them now because I was looking <laughs> at them the other day and I was like, it's actually, I, this is actually intriguing to me. There's some interesting ideas, but I love the idea of you know how we're really trying to facilitate that learning. And obviously, yeah. whenever we you know, get to that point that that DIY is almost like the top of your pyramid. It's yeah. like that, you know, Maslow's hierarchy, <laughs> you know, it's, right. it's the top wherever it is. I mean, that's the unlimited potential piece to me. Like that is when kids are in control and in design and and making and creating yeah. and showing their learning, you've reached that point where you're you're cruising. And that's not something that you know, I think a lot of people feel like that's something that everybody's going to do it every single day. No, you with can, every you, single kid. And you that's can, not right. That's not, that's, that's no. reality. Reality is like, look, I again, I, I taught economics and there were days when I would come in. I'd be like, all right, guys, we're going to we're going to plow through this tough part today. But that means tomorrow we get to like do this thing. We get to explore this. We get to check this out. We get to yeah. talk about this today. We got today. We got to buckle down and we got to We got to kind of get through this concept. It's tough. It's not going to be easy. But we're going to learn it. And as soon as we learn it, we're going to do something with it. Right. Yeah. And, and, and you know, yeah, not every day. I mean, look, some days you got to practice, right? <laughs> like as a, I've got, a handful of electric guitars and a couple amps behind me. Like some days you got to practice some days you write songs, you know? And, and so it can't yeah. always be, you know, you can't create if you don't know your tools. And so sometimes in the classroom, you have to learn your tools and then you uh, can take those tools and you can, you can create with them. You know? No, I love it. It's amazing stuff. I love diving into it. I've been on, I've been on the podcast before with Mike. I've had the chance to dive in yeah. and, and connect. I, I love everything about it. I actually have Mike scheduled to come. He's going to be on in a couple of weeks too. So 
the both can be on. They're both amazing. Oh man, follows, how fancy so. is how fancy is that? You get both I'm of them. Still, I'm divorcing you guys. I'm splitting you guys. That's up okay. For a that's yeah, twice twice the promotion we get. That's that's for me. Like it is. You know, it's we're really multiplying our our. You know, the flyers are going out twofold for the show. Definitely a good follow for sure. <laughs> These guys, they are awesome in the, in the work they're doing. But you know, we talk about the work that we're doing and the work that others are doing. Yeah. And one thing we do on this show is we dedicate each show to someone who's out there unlocking unlimited potential and all. Yeah. And they serve so who you got so so for me you know you asked me this earlier and, and for me i have i i've been lucky enough this year we um we have a behavior specialist on campus uh miss weeks is our behavior specialist she is super supportive she's helping those kids who need you know just that extra level of support she's going in with students and helping them create you know positive behavior plans for students and really working on how we can unlock those students potentials right some of our students who have you know some barriers in the way for their learning she's really helping teachers you know, guide those teachers about how do we help students get over those barriers so that they can unlock that unlimited potential. Shout out. <laughs> there we go. There it is. Shout out to Miss Weeks. Yes. Keep yes. specializing in behavior. That's right. Management. Wow. What an awesome title. That is yeah. an awesome, awesome opportunity. Good for you. And thank you for bringing her in. Yeah. So the one thing that I do at the end of all of this show, after you've shared your amazing story is I ask people to finish my sentence. So okay. you've been talking about punk rock classroom, punk rock leadership and all the amazing stuff behind it. So unlocking unlimited potential means uh breaking down barriers so students and educators can or people um can find what their passion is and run with it and do amazing things yes yes <laughs> yes i love it i love everything about it i love everything about you know our connection i remember when we got ourselves together and we That's had right. a chance to chat i knew I knew that it was going to be something <laughs> that amazing was going to come from this. I'm happy to, it was gonna be to good. have you it's on. Gonna be happy to have a, a connection again. We got to do this again sometime very soon, my brother. You're right, sir. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it, man. No, I appreciate it. And to all the listeners out there, if you have not done so already, take the time to head over to my website and sign up for the Something For You newsletter. Why? Because it's free and you get helpful <laughs> tips and resources on the 1st and 15th every month. But most importantly... I spend like several hours each week doing it and I would just love for you to, to read it and learn and, and actually just maybe shoot me a message and just say, hey, you know what? I really enjoyed that because I love those messages. They make my day. So sign up, stay connected. Let's keep going. And to all the educators out there and to all the people that are out there just doing amazing things to continue to help raise the bar for all the others around you. Remember that the journey towards unlocking unlimited potential, it begins with you. I hope that you all continue to live with passion and purpose. Josh, thank you for your punk rock awesomeness. Thank you, sir, for having me on. I appreciate it. <laughs>